I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Lineals Podcast. I'm Smith. And it's the voice that makes you moist, Marcus. We are Sethless once mm. more. This is usually the precursor to a very weird episode, so <laughs> everyone out there who are fans of the Smith and Marcus weird episodes, get ready. Oh yeah. Because it's fucking coming. We're moistening up, baby. We are moistening up. I'm literally moist. I've been outside in the rain. It's cold and rainy across the country right now. It's all that global warming I'm hearing about, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's why I started using the term climate change, was to be more broad with how it's going to work. Because while we are getting warmer, we are getting periods like this, which are intensely cold and... uh, and wet in our case, we a lot of people are getting rain or getting uh, snow. We're getting just rain, dude. Like tons and tons and tons of it. Right. Actually, like I got I got that weird, really cold rain that when it makes contact, it freezes. Mm-hmm. So you get that like instant slush. It's I don't know. It was nice to see, but like fuck, I I I wouldn't be driving anywhere because my car's not ready for it. Isn't that isn't that called sleet? Now what sleet is? Sleet. I mean, I feel like it was more of a slush. Slush. Yeah. I guess sleet is, I feel like sleet is a drier, a drier kind of ice. Mm Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that's interesting to look at from inside your house where it's warm and there's no need to go anywhere. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I'm looking forward to, like, snow. Like, two feet of snow. That'd be cool. Do you think you'll get that? In Georgia? No, like no. <laughs> any kind of ice formation is a wonder to see in Georgia. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Already. I've only seen snow like three times in Georgia in my life. Mm-hmm. Dude, do you remember the uh, the snowstorm back in what? It was like... 2010 or something like that? Or nine? Oh, I was actually thinking about the even like harsher one that was before that one. Oh, wait, no, okay, I got it, I remember in 2009, we had Snowmageddon, and then in 2000, and I think it was 13, we had Icepocalypse, or no, 2012, Icepocalypse. Yeah, man. Because I remember you were around, we lost power for like six days at my apartment, it was crazy. (laughs) Yeah, man, like at that time, like, my car was encased in ice, and I was like, holy crap, (laughs) this is unheard of in Georgia. Yeah, that's... We don't get that here. And I thought that was the end times, man. If you walk outside in Georgia and you see ice, something has gone wrong. <laughs> call... call. I don't know who you'd call, really. The Ghostbusters? <laughs> probably be the best choice out of anybody. Call, call science, I guess, and say, hey, right. what the fuck? <laughs> So yeah, I've seen a lot of a lot of people who are without power, a lot of places that are losing you know essential services because all of this, and pretty fucking wild. I saw a video from Texas, dude, of like this. It looked like the living laser from Marvel Comics was riding the goddamn power lines, just like this ball of intense light just across the power lines, like throwing out sparks everywhere. And then as soon as it burned out, another one would come along. It was crazy. Their power grid is just fucked up over there. Holy crap. I've never seen, like, insane shit like that on a power line. Worst I've seen is one break, and, like, the line will be on the ground just whipping around. That's pretty intense. Oh, I mean, yeah, but, you know. I I like yours better. (laughs) Yours is more exciting. It's like those slush stuff. I, I would I want to see it from really far away, or it poses no threat to me. <laughs> exactly. 
It's like a volcano eruption, you know. I don't want to be anywhere near it, but it's pretty cool to look at. Oh yeah. Oh, so, our our podcast is about politics, and the only thing that happened recently in politics is that the they, they acquitted uh, Trump again uh, in the impeachment process. Woo-hoo. Who didn't see that coming? I know, dude. Everyone made this huge deal for days, like a week or so, about impeachment. Oh my God, impeachment is happening again. This time, he's going to face justice. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding yourselves? He is never going to face justice. We are never going to convict this motherfucker of anything. Right. Even even Joe Biden was like, yeah, we're, we're going to come together and uh, forget about all this bullshit. Fucking Joe. This is a great time to like go after them. Like, mm-hmm. But no. Joe wants to be a pussy. It's just so it's just so lame that like everyone got so caught up in this whole this whole like impeachment process thing and they're like, we're gonna bring witnesses, we're gonna drag it out for weeks, we're gonna really put the screws to them. I'm like, no, you're fucking not. No, you're not. You're not. You just that's not what the Democrats do. They don't ever put the screws to anybody. And so, so I was not impressed. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm like <laughs> I never had hope. Like, no, I'd love to be. I w- I love. I would have loved to have been surprised. And they're like, oh, late they convicted and all this other stuff. Wow, unexpected. But it's just another day in American politics. Yeah, you were never going to get sixty Republicans to agree to to convict Donald Trump of anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> were they not around for the four years where he was just fucking up everything and had no repercussions? Right. So it's just a big farce. And again, the Senate should be focusing on getting me my goddamn money. Where is my fucking money, right. Chuck? Where is it at? Wasn't it supposed to be day one money, too? Mm. Oh, yeah. A little late. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty fucking late. If this was the rent, Joe Biden would be out on his ass by now. <laughs> right. But he's the president. He doesn't have to worry about that shit. Yeah. It's just like, this... Just just give us the fucking money. Like, the 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 and the whole thing with the, 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 the trial or whatever was, it would be funny if Trump got... Um, impeached, yes, but it all felt like just more of a distraction from the real problems we we actually face. You know, mm-hmm. like him getting impeached, I could give a shit about. I don't honestly don't care if it happens or not. Like I said, it'll be funny, but that's not giving me anything right now. You know? Yeah. Oh, we can't run again in twenty twenty four. If you're so worried about that, then maybe you should have a better fucking platform to to fight him with. <laughs> Maybe do some actual shit to help people and you don't have to worry about it. Uh, but, it but it's like uh, Seth said, uh, if they do too much, then it's like, oh, no, we can't we can't go breaking the system yeah. that we enjoy. No. It's crazy, man. And I don't know. Like, it, it'll be funny to watch more of this happen, but I'm glad I'm kind of glad it's over. So now we can watch them do more nothing. It'd be it'd just like... <laughs> Just more and more of, we ain't doing shit for you. Mm-hmm. So, as, uh, as far as money goes, what, what's the stimulus? Is it still 1400 or have they knocked it down to 1000 It's at 1400 still, but only for people that are uh, making below $80,000 a year. Awesome. I still qualify. Well, yeah. <laughs> And again, my whole point this whole time has been, yes, I qualify, but I still want everyone to get it. True. You know? Because again, if you do that, people are going to be able to point to this and say, well, I got more help under Trump than I did under the, under the Democrats. All right. <laughs> At least they got 1200 Yeah, like Trump gave me money and Joe Biden didn't give me anything. So why should I vote for him? Who knows, man? It's a, it's a great question people are going to be asking themselves. I mean, what is what is Joe Biden giving us? He's giving us a lot of lip service. A lot of things like, you know, he said and this is good. I'll give I'll give Biden this. This is I'll give him credit. He well, he didn't say this, but his press secretary said that the president's position is that trans rights are human rights. Okay, fair. I like that. That's very good. Right. I agree with this. Now, Joe, carry it forward. 
but to actually do some things to help trans people in this country because I, I think it's still like a I think it's still legal to, to to fire trans people for their sexual for their gender identity in like 27 states can we get something done about that maybe can that be oh, a, it's so fucking stupid can that happen at some point and people are like, oh the limits of the of the of the executive you know office I'm like Trump did whatever the fuck he wanted for four years and no one ever told him no so why don't you do the same thing exactly because like, Democrats want to want to be the <laughs> the unity party <laughs> which yeah. they've been trying forever when did it ever work Smith when it's never worked <laughs> and yet they're gonna jump to it every time. Do you remember in 2016, I'm not sure if you really plugged in back then, but I remember watching the Democratic National Convention before they nominated Hillary for the for the uh, for the, to run, and it was literally like, who can suck America's dick harder? Who who loves the troops more? It's just like America, rah rah, all this shit. People are like, oh, here's the thing: at the Republican National Convention, it was all about how much do we love Trump. At a Democratic National Convention, it was about how much do we love uh, America. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. I don't want uh, my my party to love America. You know, there's a, not a lot to love. Right. You need to fix America. <laughs> right. I mean, hey, to be fair, that's what Trump was promising to do. Uh, his vision was terrible, but he did at least say I that. Mean, I don't understand how people could believe that when, like, Throughout his entire campaign trail, like you saw exactly what he wanted. Mm-hmm. He was lying through his teeth. He's talking about how immigrants aren't people and shit and a race rapist and whatnot. Like the game plan was there or lack thereof. So <laughs> I don't understand how you trick yourself into saying, yeah, this dude is going to do all that stuff. Build the wall, blah, blah, blah. No, <laughs> the best, the best wall we got were those fucking samples <laughs> and even fuckers cut through that shit like yeah it's a, it's a fucking clown show yeah what, what gets me about this is well the thing is like think about this though, think about this if your life has gone downhill under obama and probably bush too let's be honest um and things are really getting better because there was a crash in 08 we never really recovered from that there's this guy who comes along, you know, and he says that uh, uh, Obama sucks and that Bush sucked and that he's going to make America great again. And you don't really think too hard about that concept. You just sort of like let it, you know, slide across your brain. And like, that sounds good. Make great again. Sure. Like when I was a kid, like in the 80s or 70s or whatever. And the other party says America is already great because that was their slogan to counter make America great again. What do you think your What do you think your reaction would be in that situation? Like, you know, like one guy says, "Make it better," and the other party says, "So it's already good, and your life is shit." Who do you think you're going to be more drawn to? <laughs> For a lot of folks, that was Trump. You know, that was that was sort of the appeal. Was the other party had no answers. God, uh, I, I think the the most disappointing thing about this whole everything is that Joe Biden the only reason Joe Biden is president is because Donald Trump was so fucking shit that he didn't have to do anything and specifically on coronavirus i think that was the one thing that really got him in the end was was covid right if if covid had not happened i think he'd be president right now i think he would be in his second term shit yeah it was it was already too fucking close so yeah. Shit, man. It's again, I just said it last week, I'll say it again. If you win the presidency but you lose seats in the House and the Senate, that's a sign that they only had a problem really with one guy. And not even really they had a problem with him, it's just like some people decided not to vote, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just didn't go out to the polls. <sighs> and the thing is Trump didn't get a, a a huge amount of votes over what McCain got or what Romney got. Hillary just did a lot, lot worse than Obama ever did, and Joe Biden did not perform spectacularly. Uh, didn't really perform better than Obama at all. Mm-hmm. Trump just did worse. Like that's what happened. He just was worse, and we picked the lesser of the two evils. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> Just another day in American politics, baby. How many times are we going to have to sit here and endure the lesser of two evil choices? Like, how many more times is that with an argument? Listen, man, the, the more things change, the, the more they stay the same. You ain't wrong about that. Oh, God, I fucking hate it. <laughs> like, when I was young and naive and Obama was, was running, I was like, he had the whole platform of hope and change. And we're going to make things better. And we're going to actually improve this country. And he had good policies that I agreed with. And then, of course, he didn't do, you know, any of them, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. We, 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 got, we got the ACA, which was a pile of shit, and, and then nothing else really came out of it. He supported gay marriage, like, the day before the Supreme Court made it legal. Uh, great job there, buddy. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, like, lost my enthusiasm after that. And right. now, it was just like, now it wasn't even that. That wasn't even... Oh, Biden, his vice president, wasn't even saying hope and change. He was saying nothing will fundamentally change. Mm, yeah. Fuck. Uh, God, the more I think about this shit, the more it's just frustrating. <laughs> also, one thing about Trump is that his second motto, keep America great, not nearly as catchy as making her great again. It's just not as catchy. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's going back to the, oh, <laughs> we we did it. We made it great. Now we got a hold. <laughs> right. Also, MAGA sounds way better than CAG. Like, there's just... <laughs> CAG sounds like the name of a monster from the, the second edition monster manual. <laughs> you know? Not even uh, the first monster manual. Like, the second... Like, the MM2 or some shit. Like, oh, yeah. The fiend folio. Here's Cag. He's a demon from the fucking sixth level of the abyss. Uh, God, what's what would what would have been a better one? Make America greater. <laughs> oh, that's that's actually pretty good. You can go with that. Uh, I don't, you know what, dude? I would just go MAGA again. MAGA two, like <laughs> electric boogaloo. <laughs> My whole point, if I was if I was already president, I'm running for re-election, is I would say, the work is not yet done. I'm not finished yet. So let's keep going. Like not like keep not like keep it how it is. Oh no, we're gonna do more next time. I want two viruses we're running from. <laughs> I want double the unemployment. You know, in a way, that is what I want. To be honest, I want I want something to destroy this system. That, uh, and I think that more viruses would probably do it. Uh, more unemployment might help, but mm. also there's a, there's a human cost and all that. There's the, the misery of the masses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And shit, man! Like, how many people have died from Corona so far? Five million or something like that. No, five hundred thousand. Yeah, I was about to say, holy fuck, that's a huge jump from the last number I remember. How many is it like globally? I wonder. It's got to be close to over a million, probably, right? Yeah, I'm I'm guessing around. It's probably approaching two million. It will never hit the original estimates of like fourteen million dead in America, uh, but you know it could have. I mean, it could have been worse. Like, <laughs> like we are literally doing the worst. Just oh, yeah. just because of like Trump's crew. Not wearing masks, still going to store, like actually coughing on people. Like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, dude. People don't take it seriously at all. They don't think it's real or don't care or think they're invincible. <sighs> what That's the way do? it is. But what do you do? Like, what do you do when, <laughs> when the citizens literally don't want help? They literally just want to die. Well, uh, historically, those people have been purged in the past when a revolution happened, which, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're close to one, but we're closer than we have been in a very long time to some sort of social upheaval, uh, just because everything, the wheels are coming off and nothing is working correctly. Yeah. Or, well, no, hold on. Let me go back. Things are working correctly, but they're just fucking us harder than they've ever had before. Mm. So... <sighs> That's how things are at the moment. Hmm. Oh, oh, by the way, speaking of coronavirus, I was, I don't watch CNN, but I had, I was passing through a room where CNN was playing and I was watching, um, what's his name? Guy looks like a big old thumb. 
uh, Brian Stetler or something like that on Meet the Press or some shit. You know how CNN has those weird shows like Fareed Zakaria just has like an hour to talk about what the fuck he wants to talk about? I, I don't, but continue. Okay. <laughs> he was talking about how Chinese state media suppression is what helped them beat coronavirus. Or did it? You know, he's like... <laughs> he's like... Is China actually still suffering greatly from coronavirus and not telling us? How could we be hiding the news from the world? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> it looks like you're just looking for someone doing worse than us, which right. unlikely. The simple answer to your question there, Mr. Thumb, is no. China is not hiding millions of coronavirus deaths. Because mm-hmm. the the great firewall we talk about, the media suppression of the state, is not nearly as good as they think it is. Like China people still post on the internet. They run VPNs. They can tell us something was going on. It's not, you know, we know. But then he segued in talking about the Capitol riot and how uh, they're arresting all these people. You know, they're 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 bringing them in. They're put they're 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 charging them with crimes. And that he said this is vitally important to a free press that we that, that that we have to get these rioters off the streets because they were threatening the media. They were saying kill journalists. And this is a threat to people like himself and his profession. And we should thank the FBI and the local law enforcement agencies that that that, that <laughs> are picking these people up. I mean the the same local law enforcement oh, excuse me. The same local law enforcement that was uh tear gassing the press yeah. <laughs> during the, yeah. the BLM movements. I see. And then, after he gets out saying that, he signed off, and his show cut to a commercial for Charmin. And I thought to myself, he's getting all weepy about the idea of a free press. But literally, our press in this country is funded by advertising money from the biggest corporations on the planet. Mm-hmm. And that, that that ad money only comes in if they say what those corporations want to hear. It's right. not based on what the audience want to hear or what will be good to tell us, what will be journalistically, you know, and it will be, in, 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 you know, will be, will be responsible to tell us. No, it's based on what the corporations want. Right. So there is no fucking free press. What are you talking about? <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, yeah. But yeah, those, those same corporations are going to lobby <laughs> so that laws are in their favor. So that they can keep fucking paying minimum wage and all that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, we're just in this shitty system. And without drastic change, like, we can't even begin any actual change. So They're going to spike stories they don't want to hear about. Like, I was in an interview in time with a guy from MSNBC who said that they didn't talk about climate change because no one wanted to hear it. And so they wouldn't pay for ad money if they, if they were running climate change stories because people would tune out. That's not responsible. That's not that's not ethically responsible to, 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 to the populace. No one wants to hear about fucking natural disasters either, but hey, you fucking tell them when it's happening, don't you? Now, I think that's a little different because, what do you call it? Like, there's drama. There's excitement in a natural disaster. But the world ending? No, that's... No. See, an earthquake <laughs> happens in Japan? Okay, that, that happened to those people over there. But if, like, right. the ice caps are going to kill us all, they melt? No one wants to hear about that, right? You know, that's <laughs> not... You're going to tell us about that. Nah, It's nah, way nah, too slow not, to be entertaining. <laughs> that's not sexy. That's 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 not exciting for, for people. Where's the drugs? Where's the blackmail? <laughs> exactly. <sighs> so... But we, we, do, we do have a free press, but most of them are like people on YouTube or folks with podcasts. Or like, <laughs> you know, there is literal real citizen journalism that happens, but it's so small and insignificant that it's nothing compared to corporate media. Right. I mean, TYT is uh, funded by the people. Woo woo. Yeah. So. Now, I will say that Chunk Uyghur, or whatever his name is, the guy who runs the place, is a real piece of shit. Who refuses to let his employees unionize and uh, also ran for Congress and he endorsed Bernie Sanders and Bernie Sanders rejected his endorsement. And uh, wow. and then he, he became a big Joe Biden fanboy after that. So, Wow. A lot of weird stuff over on the, the fringes of the internet, but 
I mean, people who just like scream into microphones all day are probably doing a better job informing us than CNN or NBC or whoever. <laughs> I, you know what? I would trust people on on TYT more than I would trust Mr. Thumb on CNN for sure. <laughs> exactly. I, I feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to, if I had to take facts from one of them, it'd be those guys and not that. Dude. You're right. At, at the very, at the very least, they they would have uh, what was it? People's interests, like fucking minimum wage and shit. Yeah, exactly. Something actually, you know, worthwhile. <sighs> so, what else is in politics? Nothing, nothing much, really, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there's tons of shit happening, but no one gives a shit. Probably they're bringing back earmarks in Congress, which will be actually a good thing to do. Uh, remind me what earmarks are. Earmarks are like letting Congress people put things into bills that are going to get money for their communities or their states. And it sounds bad, but it was the way things got done before, was that you could pass a bill that people would hate, but as long as it had something there for their state, they'd vote for it. You know? Because like, mm-hmm. they could go back to your state and say, hey, I brought you guys such and such jobs and this amount of money. And it sounds like graph, and it is... But also it worked, so it, it did get things passed. Oh, man. Also, um, we're going to go we're gonna go abroad here for oh, a minute yeah. to, uh, to Britain, because I saw something, very, something funny earlier. Uh, so Frederick Ingalls, you know, one of the fathers of, uh, of our political tendencies, um, uh, he said that with 200,000 Irishmen, he could overthrow the British monarchy. Huh? And uh, Jerry Adams, who is a member of, uh, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, the Sinn Féin, or Sinn Féin the, the Irish political party that doesn't actually come take their seats in the parliament because they reject the idea of parliament existing or being part of Britain. He was like, I could do that too. <laughs> Gosh... Oh, wait, no, I know we can talk about Marcus. So do you remember from, like, 13 years ago, there was a video game that was going to come out called Six Days in Fallujah, and it got canceled? No, but please. Like a minor COD-type game, you know, like, recounting the real experiences or the real events in Fallujah of, you know, the the U.S. Army uh, invading Fallujah. Um, it got canceled like 13 years ago, but now it's coming back, I guess. Oh. The, the developers have managed to bring it back somehow. Um, but it's causing a little bit of a stir um, because <laughs> the company that's making them has said they do not want the game to be political. <laughs> what the fuck? That means they don't want to get into the the meat and potatoes of the conflict. (laughs) Oh, God. It says right here, listen to this. Oh, my God, dude. It says, um, so the, the, what's his name? Peter Tamty, the um, head of the publisher Victura, uh, uh, says that the developer Highwire Games will not grapple with the political machinations that led to the titular conflict. Instead, their first-person shooter will try to engender empathy for American oh. troop, American oh. troops in the field for their work destroying the insurgents that dug in Fallujah and for the citizens trapped in between. Wow. <laughs> See, a... <laughs> A story like this just makes me, like, concerned at the level of, uh, fuckery that was going on. Yeah. Because, what was, what was that Call of Duty game? It was one of the recent ones. But, one of their, one of their, one of the tactics that the bad guy was doing was, as the troops were, like, leaving the town on some stretch of road, they'd bomb the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. And I learned that <laughs> in actual history, <laughs> our side did that. The U.S. was the one bombing people like that. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> but I was like, that makes sense. Since since we, air quotes, won, 
we we get the privileges to rewrite history uh-huh. and p- place ourselves as the good guy, the great superpower. But no, America, we're, we're a fucking piece of shit. We do horrible shit to people here and abroad. Yeah. So we're just terrible all around. This And that's why the rest of the world hates us. It so, is. It absolutely is. There Marcus. it is. Uh, I, finally, I finally see it, and I'm just like, God damn it. It's like people will say, oh, they hate What was it? Was it Sarah Palin who said they hate us for our freedom or whatever? Wrong. <laughs> no one has ever hated anyone else for their freedom. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's completely stupid. <laughs> they hate us for our war crimes. <laughs> exactly. <our> bullshit. <laughs> They had that, like, we killed their dad and their their mom and sister probably in a bombing raid. Yep. Like we killed their whole fucking family. And then we of said, course yeah. they hate us. They they were terrible people. You know we we had to do it because because freedom and oil and bullshit bullshit. <laughs> more more oil than freedom, but yeah, you're right, Mark. <laughs> so listen to this. This this comes from Polygon.com. Uh, this passage is, listen to how incoherent this fucking sentence, this this whole statement is. Um, for us as a team, it is really about helping players understand the complexity of urban combat. It's about the experiences of that individual that is now there because of political decisions. And we do want to show how choices that are made by policymakers affect the choices that a Marine needs to make on the battlefield. Just as that Marine cannot second-guess the choices by the policymakers, we're not trying to make a political commentary about whether or not the war itself was a good or bad idea. Oh my god. Uh if they didn't want to make the game, why did they bother bringing it back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, so is it political or not? It, it's so political. It's so political. They just want to remove that and make a shooter. Yeah. And still keep the freaking six days of whatever on it. Especially about a very specific battle that happened. A very specific moment in the war. The bloodiest battle of the Afghanistan invasion. Just want to glance on over that and make our uh, money on this shooter. Without people getting upset. It says right here... Well, it gives a history of the Battle of... uh, Fallujah. So the city of Fallujah became a hotbed of insurgent activity during the 2003 Iraq War. A terrorist, na- well, terrorist, we'll call him a terrorist, sure, named Abu Musab al-Zarqawi drew fighters to that city from around the country and beyond. The violence that he inspired directly caused caused thousands of civilian casualties, but also resulted in the deaths of a team of a team of private military contractors from. Blackwater, USA. Aw, oh, yeah. Here we the image of the, our bullshit. The image of their burned and mutilated corpses hanging from a bridge, bless you, Al-Zarqawi, uh, became synonymous with the U.S. occupation of the country itself. In 2004, Western forces tried to retake the city not once, but twice. Six days in Fallujah focuses on the second battle of Fallujah, which cost around 100 American lives, and according to the International Red Cross, the lives of at least 800 civilians. Interesting how we lost 100 people and the innocent people in the middle lost 800. That's that's curious, mm-hmm. isn't it? Right. But yeah, like, for the future, any any listeners, if, <laughs> if the U.S. is doing some, like, bullshit somewhere in the world and people don't like them for doing it, like, I don't, I don't blame them. The U.S. is stomping all over the world, acting like hot shit. They treat people domestically like shit. People like me, who are black, because they just gut them down in the streets, and they and they do it across the world. It's so fucking shitty. Oh, God, I'm, I'm just so mad. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, <sighs> it's so, so yeah. great. Listen to this passage. The U.S. military has said that it used a shake-and-bake tactic, a combination of high-explosive and white phosphorus rounds that flushed out insurgents from their hardened bunkers in order to destroy them. But white white phosphorus as a weapon and in close proximity to civilians was seen to contravene the accepted laws of war. Again, Tamti isn't interested in litigating what constitutes a war crime. Quote, There are things that divide us. Yeah. Yes, Marcus. (laughs) We we don't want to get into the intricacies of who did the war crime. (laughs) No. 
Oh my god. Peter here, he picked, he picked the, the Geneva Conventions and it was like 600 pages. And he's like, nah, I'm not reading all this. Sorry. Oh my god. L- listen, for as as far as like this game studio, make the game. Make the game. Make sure the U.S. is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Put it out. Just yeah. do it. Listen to this. Quote, there are things that divide us. And including those really visible things, I think, distracts people from the human stories we oh. can all identify with. Oh. Listen to this, Marcus. I have two concerns with including phosphorus as a weapon. Number one is that it's not a part of the stories that these guys told us. So I don't have an authentic, <laughs> factual basis on which to tell that. That's the most important. Number oh two is, God. I don't want sensational types of things to distract from parts of the experience. Oh my God. That's, that's like, oh yeah. <laughs> we don't want to talk about the Call of Duty dogs ripping people's throats out because... <laughs> That's not fun for a fucking story. So the guys who did the war crimes didn't tell you they did the war crimes. So therefore, we're not gonna put, we're not gonna talk about them at all. Good. Like honestly, just make the game, and at the end, the twist is the U.S. is the bad guy. Make mm-hmm. your fucking money. Do it. People will be mad, but at that point, they already bought the game, and then you can be like, oh, it's based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> point them to the article. Be like, hey, don't get mad at us. Make the fucking game. Make this is it. how happened. It's right here. The same is true of the deplete, depleted uranium munitions used during the battle. The Holy super dense shit. shells commonly associated with the, the tank-busting A-10 Warthog can fragment and shatter on impact, scattering their heavy metal payload all around. That could be why researchers show an increased incidence of cancers on the current population of Fallujah, especially in children. Hmm. Aren't, aren't nuclear weapons also uh, against the Geneva Conventions? Yeah, but this is not this is not a nuclear weapon, Marcus. It's just like it's just like how America doesn't make bioweapons in secret labs under the fucking ground. We don't do that. That's against the <sighs> Geneva Conventions. We wouldn't do that. Um, it says right here. <laughs> what does it say? Um. Perhaps, quote, perhaps playing the game will make them more curious and they'll want to learn more about the all things that happened in the Battle of Fallujah since the 2004 battle, or since, in Fallujah, since the battle. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Like, Right, they don't. They want to shoot people, period. Exactly. And so, hold on, it's just like, it's just more bullshit. It's just constant bullshit. Right. They, they, <laughs> I feel like they would have had a better time not commenting on all this mm-hmm. because now I'm just like, make the game. Please make the game. <laughs> he started making this game, Marcus, a couple of months after the Battle of Fallujah ended. And he's still mm. making it. Wow. Maybe you shouldn't make it. <laughs> it's my thing. Maybe right. you should just not make the game. It's got all these little problems with it. Make a game about, I don't know. Muhammad Ali saying, yeah, I'm not going to war <laughs> for the military. You yeah, know? exactly. That'll get all that sweet story you want so bad. and leave Make a game where the... you play as one of the innocent civilians you, t- you care so much about caught in v- the battle. Yeah. Make a game about them. Make a game about a 15-year-old kid who, who saw his, his dad get blown up by America for no reason and then joins the Taliban, you know, mm-hmm. to fight them. I think that's probably somebody that we should learn more about, I think. Yeah. Sounds like you want to watch that uh that show again. What's it, Jack Ryder? Oh fuck, Wire. Jack Ryan, you piece of shit. Action Jim defeats the terrorists. Yeah, I can't wait. God, By the they way, need, they should totally cast like fucking fucking Dwight as a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> like finally. We don't say it enough, and we should. That's fuck John Krasinski. Oh, fuck that motherfucker. Man. I hate that dude. Smug ass Jim from the office now, like oh. all sucking up to the CIA and shit. Oh my god! See his like web show he's already called some good news during the pandemic. Yeah, and then he sold it for like a million and a half dollars. Yep. Jesus Christ! Man, it must be fun <laughs> being John Krasinski. It, it must be. It's fucking got it all. <sighs> Actually, this reminds me of something though. Uh, this whole discussion of the war crimes and whatnot. I'm still watching uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh boy! 
And I just got to the part where they talk about the war crimes. Ah, yes. The war crimes. There were a lot of war crimes. Oh, man. This is a really war war crime-heavy episode, huh? It's going to get more war crime-heavy in a minute when we talk about this fucking show. And how basically every adult character is a war criminal. Yep. Like, if you... Like, the one guy who is not a war criminal is a terrorist. Because of the, the because the war crimes, war crimes. exactly. <laughs> uh, it's complicated. I shouldn't be laughing. It's terrible. It's fucking terrible. It's it's very complicated, and it's like uh, it really throws into contrast why the leader is named Fuhrer. Mm-hmm. Fuhrer was a uh, an appropriate title for him. Fuhrer Bradley. I learned that his actual name is King Bradley. He is not a king. His first name is King. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> he is literally Fuhrer King Bradley. Like, <laughs> as if his name is just like his name is King. Uh, um, that's kind of awesome. And uh, so this dude, like his whole thing is like, they're just like, because I'd heard the Ishvalan War of Extermination come up before. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds bad. Oh, it's so bad. That sounds like something we probably shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. And and it's interesting because all these characters as you come to like, maybe kind of like, are all war criminals and they killed innocent people uh, by the truckload with their magic powers or their their sniper rifles, and uh, and you have to deal with that. You have to like to just like uh, understand it. Mm-hmm. And the and the younger characters of the show, the the two the two main characters, the the Elric brothers and and their friend Winfrey and whatnot. They're like have to grapple with the idea that their lives are built on that genocide that took place, you know? Mm-hmm. That like their prosperity came from that destruction. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're how far are you into the show again? Uh they just figured out what the plan is to turn the entire country into a, a transmutation circle. Mm. Okay. Part three, I guess, is where I'm at. Yeah, because cause it's gonna get Worse. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh boy, I I can't wait. Since day one of this show, it's only gotten worse. It's I mean, not, not not in terms of quality, but the things that are happening have only gotten worse. Like it's just a constant downhill slide to God knows what's coming next. Oh yeah. The good guys never get to win. The bad guys are constantly on the fucking come up. It's just it's just bad. Just like American politics. <laughs> You know what, Marcus? You're not wrong. God. <sighs> I guess the only characters who are who are innocent are uh, the people from Shing. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they didn't have shit to do with the genocide. True, true. Now, to be granted, I don't know what Shing's been up to over there. It could be bad in <laughs> Shing, for all I know. Also, might be a little bit racist. I don't know. It's like the, the Chinese aspects of their characters are, are, are pretty heavy. But the but the but the the ninjas are what gets me. It's like you got Chinese, you also got ninjas. So it seems like they're mixing their their countries up a little bit. Uh, maybe. I don't think China had ninjas. Uh, I think they did. Cause, really? Because aren't what wouldn't ninjas just be the lower class using whatever tools they can to fight the higher class? No, man, ninjas in, in Japan were, like, like James Bond-type motherfuckers. They were, like, spies. They didn't wear, like, black clothes and kill people in the night. They were, like, dressed up in disguises and shit. Right. And kill Like, a disguise like a regular person. Well, yeah, like a peasant or whatever to, whatever whatever would work, you know? Right, but I'm saying, like, the the concept of ninja is just, like, a class war thing. No, they work for the So, if you live in shit. China, if let's say you're a farmer in China. Okay. And some... Dude, who's richer than you? Is like, oh, um, I'm gonna need like seventy five percent of your crop. Don't give me lip, uh, or I'll fucking kill your family. Uh huh. Bye. <laughs> I think that's that's fucking cause for a Chinese ninja. I don't know what you would call it, but you know, yeah. Good question. <laughs> The mask that the lady ninja wore was well, well, that was definitely a Chinese mask. That red and white, like. Uh, scary demon face thing that was Chinese as hell okay. so I don't know I, disclaimer we don't know shit about China <laughs> we right. don't know a goddamn True. thing about Chinese history 
it, it could be totally uh, different. We don't know. Um, most of my Chinese knowledge comes from after the revolution. That's that's pretty much all I know about about China is post communism. <laughs> and I know even less. <laughs> Just being honest, folks. Yeah, but I did read I did read a, a, an article one time about about ninjas and how they were they were not dudes who dressed up in all black and carried like you know swords. They were like sp- spies and and secret agent types. Who would like sneak around in like disguises, like get like James Bond motherfuckers, just like rolling up, looking like a regular dude, and then it's like all of a sudden just you know he stabs you in your sleep, you know, <laughs> or just listens to what you say and reports back to his lord, like uh, right. hey I heard him say this shit. Uh, so yeah, Fullmetal Alchemist still pretty good, enjoying it. Uh, has a lot to say about things that are very <laughs> relevant to us today uh, oh, when yeah. it comes to war crimes and being a subject of empire. <laughs> Oof, yeah, boy. God. Oh, oh. <laughs> While we're on the war crime train, <laughs> uh you want to talk about Attack on Titan? <laughs> okay, I have not watched the m- most recent two episodes. I've only seen everything through them leaving Marley. Okay, so... Ah, dang it, I don't want to ruin that for you. But you and me, Smith, we were discussing um, mm-hmm. Attack on Titan before. And what was it? We were getting on about, I guess, spoilers for anyone who's not caught up on Attack on Titan. Yeah. What we were going on about was the the Marleyan God Titans, I guess. Yeah. And how they got to the island. So, episode sixty eight answers a lot of questions we had about that. Oh, okay. So that's. That's just interesting. And also, for any listeners out there, oh my god, Attack on Titan is so good! <laughs> I mean, it's a long history of conflict, um, war crimes on both sides, uh, nobody wins so far. <laughs> yeah. But, holy cow, I think, I think, uh, I think Attack on Titan is a good kind of, uh, well, it's a great story, but this terrible event happens to Aaron, and he's he essentially becomes radicalized, and is like, hey, I'm gonna kill all these fuckers. And, uh, again, spoiler for anyone who hasn't caught up, what Aaron and us learn is that the Titans that came and destroyed his life are essentially his own people. <laughs> right, yeah. Who have been, like, used in war from some foreign power. <laughs> it's really... It's really fucked up in a real terrible way, but, again, with the U.S. being as shitty as it is, there's a lot of uh, familiar marks. Just... God, it's fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, if you were to compare it, to American imperialism, Marley is clearly America in this scenario. I don't think that. What are the other guys called? What's is they have a they have a name for their nation yet? Or are they just like people? Okay, so the the Titan folks, I think they go by Eldians, the Eldian Empire. I did see someone called. They're like, this is the beginning of the Eldian Empire again. <laughs> I'm like, Let's slow down on the Empire thought, people. Let's just like roll it back. Right. Maybe a better idea was with Eldian <laughs> Republic, perhaps. Right. Let's start there. Because that's what the whole thing is. Is there's not really any good guys. The show starts off, and there are definitely good guys and bad guys, right? There, well, there's good guys, and there are the bad guys are just mindless monsters that want to kill everybody. And then as a show, because it's basically basically it starts off the show is just a zombie show, but with the zombie the conceit is the zombies are huge. Um. And then there gets some introduction of the smart titans, and then you start to learn more about, like, it wasn't until the end of, like, the last season you're like, oh, shit, there's a whole other, the rest of the world is not in ruins. It's just us. We're the ones who are being fucked, and everybody else is just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's like a weird sort of, uh, uh, it's a, actually, it's a great example of, of an expanding scope. Like, a, like every time a, a season of the show ended, the world would get a little bit bigger, 
and you learn a, bit, a little bit more about what's going on. Oh, That's yeah. pretty good about that. Like you keep continually bring in new elements and, and make it bigger each time and keep you guessing. It's so it's so sick. Also, episode sixty eight. There's a black dude. Heck yeah. <laughs> A lot of discussion on the internet about where this guy came from, how he got hooked up with their with their group. Does it explain where he came from? Um, no, but but in the anime, he's got a very good good line about. <laughs> okay, I'll admit it's a little dodgy, but <laughs> I was satisfied with it. Tell us a line, Marcus. I spoil <laughs> me now. What is the line that he says? <laughs> So, fuck, um, somebody, I think, oh yeah, it was Sasha. Sasha says, um, hey, uh, dude, why are you black? (laughs) 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 And the black dude's just like, yo, man, you know, uh, our creator thought the world would be, uh, a more fun place if people were different. And I was like, well, um, all right, I'll take that. I'll take that. Let's keep it moving. Keep it moving, yeah. Um, I mean, sure, if you don't believe in, like, if you don't understand evolution, then I guess, right? That right, makes, I mean, much sense they, else. they literally have been out on an island True. surrounded by titans for their entire lives, so I can forgive that. But my question is, did he go, did he, was he always there and just now showed up, or is he, okay. like, a recent... I will answer that. Um, he's from a different, like, country... Mm-hmm. He was captured by Marley, mm. and Marley, you know, forced him to be a soldier. So Marley really loves slavery, don't they? They do. They slavery do. and ghettos are their two favorite things. Mm-hmm. So, because the thing is, is, when I was watching, because it does show there, that like there are black people in the world, right? In in the mm-hmm. Marley, like the, all the dignitaries come from other countries. And I guess there's Japanese people too, um, who show up as well. I guess isn't it is it is it just our world like is it but, but like with a different history because of uh, Titans or is it like a different um, world like a, I never seen a I, map yet. Shit, I would say it's a different world. But there's but there's clear analogs to those cultures. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have your analogs. I was kind of hoping that in the five years we have spent without seeing what's happening, that our characters were running around trying to start an anti-Marley resistance because Marley is just a giant empire. They're just taking over countries constantly, left and right, right, and subjugating them. I thought they were going to be like this black guy was like from one of those like subjugated countries and was like here to help out because he wanted to. I guess he is sort of in a way. Right. Right. But so, yeah, yeah, watch watch episode sixty eight. I will, <clears throat> I will. <laughs> so the four crimes permitted on both sides now, definitely for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> A lot of innocent people getting killed in the crossfire of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's but yeah, at this point, it's like they ain't no good guys anymore. Now it's just people mired in a terrible war. Right. <sighs> and like most wars, there's not really a good. There's not really a good outcome uh, for anyone uh, in uh, like normal, I guess, on the ground. There will be a there will be a victory, I guess, in the end for somebody, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually not sure about that anymore. It could be <laughs> everyone could lose <laughs> at the end of this, which would be a, a a very downer ending, which would be consistent with Attack on Titans uh, ethos. Yeah. Everybody loses. Everybody gets fucked. Uh. So yeah, I don't really. Uh, I haven't been watching anything else but that. I'm just watching a, a, a Full Metal Alchemist, trying to get through that, work through it. Nice. Which is a good show. Not not complaining or anything. Um, right. Still playing Astral Chain. Have a lot of fun, beating up uh, demons and using my demons to beat them up. It's a pretty good game. <laughs> All right, okay. <sighs> You playing anything, Marcus? Still playing? Uh, still playing Hades? Yeah, I'm. I'm bouncing between Hades and God. Genshin Impact has a huge, a huge event, man. There's so, uh, I'm. I'm hooked on Genshin Impact, man. Just God. I'm a whale now too, which means I've been spending copious amounts of money on that game. Don't that do was it, free. It's too late. It's already been done. Uh, but at least I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. And that's all we can really do. Have you, have you got a clear on Hades yet? 
No, I am still stuck at the freaking Bone Hydra. Mm. Mm. I don't know what's after the Bone Hydra, but mm, it's old. I hate to say it, Marcus, but I actually had a pretty easy time with the Bone Hydra. That's I'm fine. I'm very bad at video games. No, no, no. You gotta, you gotta be the worst <laughs> before you can be the best. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, go ahead. Oh no, that, that's all. That's all I had. In Genshin Impact, have they have they released the new land yet? The new region? Not yet. There's a new character though, uh, Zhao. He's an adeptus that swings around a spear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, come on back to Genshin, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been waiting for your wallet. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Um, I thought I still had some kind of different the base game that I haven't even finished yet. Mm. Um, but yeah, there was. Oh, we should talk about this real quick. So, did you see what happened to the fucking lady from Star Wars, Gina Carano? Yes, she got fired because she was comparing being a Trump supporter to being a Jew. In Nazi Germany, specifically. In Nazi Germany, yes. And then they fucking deleted her ass. (laughs) Which was, uh, I mean, first off, that analogy is pretty shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like... How many people have, have, like, grabbed her and removed her from her family? And if anyone's harassed her verbally, it it's for good cause, honestly. Yeah. <sighs> also, I would not harass her verbally because she's Gina Carano and could twist my head off with her hands. Ah. Uh, mm. I mean, you just gotta have that distance. <laughs> distance, yeah. <laughs> Run. <laughs> She's faster than me, Marcus. She's faster than Damn. you. She's a trained athlete. <laughs> like Listen, I told man. We can win. <laughs> I was once a trained athlete. <laughs> in a past life. In in what sport? Sumo? <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, it was very funny how uh, the internet caught a flame with this happening and... People who before were saying that she was a Mary Sue SJW insert are now like defending her to the death. Um, mm. And she's like, I'm going to team up with Ben Shapiro to make some 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 anti lefty stuff. And I'm like, oh, oh boy. First of all, the people, the people who fired you are not leftists. Disney is not leftist. No leftist gives a shit about this. I'm sorry. Like, it's just more funny things for us to laugh at. Like, no one wanted <laughs> you to get fired. You should have been, but who gives a fuck? We don't have any power. No control. Um, so I can't wait to see Ben Shapiro star in something with Gina Carano. That'd be very funny. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can you imagine it, dude? Picture it in your head. I don't want to. <laughs> Every time I think about Ben Shapiro now, it's him singing the WAP song. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's a good memory to have. That wet-ass P-word, man. Woo. <laughs> Can't handle it. But, like, so many people have uh, have pointed out that she's just, like, her career is not over, but now she's going to be relegated to, like, a D-lister, or even worse, like, a Z-list celebrity. Like, oh. just becoming, like, Dean Kane or Tila Tequila, or fucking Kevin Sorbo at this point, just appearing in bullshit that no one cares about. Oh, wow. Dang, that really sucks. Imagine going from having that fat Star Wars paycheck to this because you couldn't keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, even if she was, even if she just wanted to be like, yeah, I'm a Republican, like, that's it. Like, she, they couldn't fight you for that. <laughs> right, yeah. <sighs> Look at Tim Allen. He get, he gets by, you know. He just right. I didn't him, even but... know Tim Allen was a Republican. I'm just like, wow. Dude, did you ever I... hear what happened with Tim Tim Allen and cocaine in the '80s? No. <laughs> he got busted for selling cocaine to other people, and he got off. You know how? Because he's Tim the Toolman. No, because he named names. Oh. He like told him who he was selling to and who he was buying from, and so he he got let off. That's bullshit, Tim. Boo! That's some fucking narc shit, dude. That's you can't do Damn. that. Damn. 
You get busted, you go down. Man, apparently not. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm talking about James Woods has been in nothing since forever, and uh, yeah. Kirk Cameron who makes his own terrible, terrible movies about saving Christmas with the <laughs> from what. <laughs> The libs, Marcus. The libs who want to destroy Christmas. If, if anything, he needs to save Christmas from capitalism. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Honestly. I mean, here's the thing, though. Is there anybody in this country who genuinely opposes Christmas? No. Nobody. There might be folks who are like, ah, Christmas is lame or whatever. But there's no one out there who was like, we need to destroy Christmas. Right. There are no Grinches stealing presents and burning Christmas trees. Exactly. Like, Apparently the worst of it is Happy Holidays, which is <laughs> meant to be inclusive, uh-huh. but even that's apparently too much for some people. It's just weird, man. Like nobody seems to give. It's just like we. It's just completely made up. Is what it is. It's just made up. It's all made yeah. up. It exists purely in fantasy. Yeah. Conservatives need to to constantly fantasize about being oppressed in order to make their worldview make sense. That's so why it leads them into being like crazy conspiracy theorists so often. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love a crazy conspiracy theory, and because a lot of them are true, but not the ones they believe in. <laughs> like the the space laser. Yeah. The God, space wait, what was it? Yeah. What well, no, What was what was that full thought? There's a space laser built by like Bill Gates or something. Uh huh. <laughs> Oh shit! I cannot remember the whole conspiracy, but uh-huh. it is insane. Because they're wild, crazy shit constantly. <laughs> None of it makes any sense. The founder of some yoga company put out a video saying like his beliefs, and it was insane fucking shit, Marcus. Like dinosaurs never really died, and the comet's oh. coming, and then like Trump should be president, and the coronavirus is nano machines by China, and it's like. <laughs> Bigfoot is out there and he has a cult following. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna contact the comet. It's just <laughs> completely off the wall bullshit. Wait, does that mean Bigfoot is a dinosaur? Holy crap. That's Dude, awesome. the thing started with dinosaurs never went extinct, and I'm like, <laughs> technically, you're not wrong, because birds and still exist. So yes, you're not wrong about that. Yeah, aren't crocodiles dinosaurs, basically? Crocodiles evolved alongside dinosaurs, but are not dinosaurs. But they outlived them. A chicken is more dinosaur than a crocodile is. Think about that. And we eat chickens all the time. We do. (laughs) Dinosaurs lost, okay? I'm sorry, they lost to little rat things that were living under their feet. We we Uh, made it. How how weird is it that you can eat a T-Rex-shaped chicken nugget? (laughs) And you know that chicken has descended from something like a T-Rex. Right? It, it feels so redundant now. Yeah, that's true. But, like, then you, you look at a, at a at a emu, and you're like, oh, I see it now. Here's the dinosaur. <laughs> oh, dude, that, that means, like, all these dinosaurs could have, like, a shit ton of feathers. Mm-hmm. How many feathers do you think a T-Rex has? Or had... <laughs> 7,231. Shit. Exactly. That's fucking beautiful. Exotic. See, now I think of it as like a giant parrot with like two tiny arms. It kind of is. <laughs> it's beautiful. You ever think about, you, when you, you were a little kid, did you ever hear that, that saying or that, that, that little like brain blowing, or what is it, not brain blowing, mind blowing uh, <laughs> factoid that <laughs> every breath you take probably contains at least one particle of air that was breathed in by Augustus Caesar. Yeah. When I was a kid, I I heard that and I thought to myself, does that mean that every drink of water I take probably had a T-Rex piss in it at some point? (laughs) Definitely. Dinosaur piss probably passed through this water at some point. Like, it it had to happen. (laughs) I know it's not there now. I understand that the piss is not still in the water. But that water was at some point in contact with dinosaur piss. Oh, amazing. <laughs> that was the mind of a child. <laughs> Didn't you also think that a quarter could block out the sun? Look, man, that was a lie my dad told me. And I believed it completely. That the, that the sun was the size of a quarter. 
<laughs> every night it landed in Flagstaff, Arizona, and it burned oh, everything God. around it. And then it would rise up again in the morning. Uh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I think that might be an episode of the podcast, Marcus. I, I think you're right, man. Against all odds, we did it. We fucking did it. <laughs> um... All right, so this has been the Illennials Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. Uh, Marcus, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. I also do art occasionally for the podcast. Our other co-host who is not here is Seth. You can find him on so many fucking things, Twitter and Twitch and uh, Imgur at fucking Part-Time Pretzel. <laughs> Um, he streams on some days. I don't know when. Go look him he up. He streams on Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Okay, thank you, Marcus. You're welcome. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell, who has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown. We talk about wrestling. And they're both, both from the South, so that sounds interesting. Go take it, check it out. Uh, we have stopped. No, wait. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't get under it. <laughs> um... Who does, who does Seth usually fuck? Um, His wife. Phrasing. Right? <laughs> phrasing. Uh-huh. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck the U, fuck U.S. politics. Mm, there you go. Uh, we have, stop trying, to solve our, stop trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. And, shit. <laughs> I've, I've spoiled my moment. Do, do um, Seth sign off. Go ahead. Go for it. Shit. I, I, my brain says from New Orleans to New York. That's the Millennials Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>